0: Hey, it's Nicola here. And just in case you missed my announcement, I want to make sure that you check out my new online course, The Career to Entrepreneur Method Made Easy. I've taken the core concepts from the five Career to Entrepreneur Method pillars and created an introductory course to get you set up for success from the very start. Now, this is for you if you're still deciding if you want to leave your career to become your own boss or not, or if you know for sure you want to become a business owner and want to start from the best place possible. There's a £100 discount until the 29th of February. So head to nicolaohara.com forward slash course to check out the details and sign up today. I hope you decide to join because if you have a dream to start your business and swap the nine to five for a life of freedom and opportunity, this really is the best place to start. That's nicolaohara.com forward slash course and let's get on with the episode. Okay, I have a confession to make. I'm a positive, optimistic person. There, I said it. I know, it's shocking. Sometimes when you're someone who likes to see the glass half full rather than half empty, you get accused of being unrealistic or having your head in the clouds. or just plain annoying. It's almost a badge of honour for some people to always look on the negative side and live in the quotation marks real world and put positive people down for their optimistic outlook. Well, actually, there are many reasons why we should all be more positive in our approach to life. And having a positive mindset is even more important when you're making a big change, like transforming your career, as really believing that what you are planning will work out for the best is essential to keeping you motivated and resilient. In this episode, we're looking at what being positive in your thoughts and attitudes actually looks like, why a more positive mindset should be one of the tools in your arsenal, and how you can make positive thinking part of your life so you can achieve your vision of success. I love talking about positivity, so let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. All my life, people have said to me, how do you keep so positive? And to be honest, it just comes naturally to me. I've always been able to see through difficult situations and obstacles to what could be a good outcome. I know, I'm lucky to have this ability, as it's helped me through some very difficult times and also has enabled me to be in the position I'm in now, as it would have been far more challenging to to make a change in my career to start my own business if I'd had a more negative mindset. So how do you know if you're a positive thinking person? Now, let me dispel some myths here. When we talk about a positive mindset, it doesn't mean that you go around all day, every day, smiling like a Cheshire cat, manically happy and upbeat all the time, meanwhile ignoring anything that's negative or difficult to deal with. That would be a bit tiring, counterproductive and probably a bit annoying for those around you. When you have a healthy positive mindset, it's not that you believe that difficulties, obstacles and challenges don't happen, but if you've naturally got or have developed a positive thinking mindset you'll approach them in a different way. You'll have a best-case scenario first approach, where you'll believe the most likely outcome is the one that's most favourable. You also could have an action-orientated approach, so if you see a negative outcome, you'll immediately look for ways to turn it around or counteract it, with little, if any, wallowing in negative energy. You don't see the point in saying, why me, or congratulating yourself on how you predicted the dire circumstances someone with a healthy more positive mindset will also highlight any positives in a situation to make them seem less gloomy you can break down the negative elements and learn from them and use them as positives to move forward now positive thinking can't be forced someone has to be willing to be more positive have you ever seen a movie called pollyanna it was made in the 1960s and starred haley mills i think it's also been remade more recently sometime in the 2000s i think The main character was a little girl who went around helping people and was constantly upbeat. No matter what the challenge, she believed there was a solution. This actually annoyed a lot of people as she forced her cheerfulness onto them. But eventually, in typical Hollywood style, they began to be thankful for what she did and believed in her. I loved this movie as a child and couldn't understand why the other characters got annoyed at Pollyanna. It was only when I watched it as I was older that I saw how annoying she could actually be when the people she was trying to help had deep-rooted problems and she kept on at them about being more glad about their life. I realised then that not everyone responds well to a constantly upbeat nature, and to be aware of that. Sometimes with yourself and others, it needs to be a more gentle approach. So if you're now feeling rebellious against this concept of thinking more positively, because you think it's not realistic or you prefer to think the worst, don't force yourself, but do try to adopt some of the strategies I'll mention to help your mind gradually adapt to new positive habits. You may be wondering, are you born with a positive or a negative mindset, or is it learnt? Well, it can be one or the other, or both. You can have a naturally positive or negative bias, but that can be accentuated by or reduced by what you learn as a child or as a teen. For example, you could be told not to get your hopes up by a parent, as they want to protect you from being upset if it doesn't work out but that can plant negative seeds that things will most likely not turn out and form a limiting belief later in life. Or if as a child you're constantly told you're not good enough or have not achieved what is expected, it can lead to negative thoughts where, in later life, you don't ever think you can do anything right, so automatically you think you'll not succeed. Some people also use negativity as a protection mechanism. So when you say, oh, I probably won't get the job, or... My business probably won't get off the ground, or someone else will probably get the promotion. You're implying to others that it's okay if that happens as I as I expected it. So you don't need to feel sorry for me. It's a way of saving face and protecting yourself from the embarrassment of not having achieved it. But by speaking those negative words, you're subconsciously creating a negative belief for yourself and influencing your actions. Words have power. It could mean if you ask for that promotion, you don't have the belief behind it so may not look like the best candidate. Or if you go to an interview and don't perform as well as you thought you would, it's because maybe you've already told yourself that it won't work out. But having a positive mindset doesn't mean you have to be happy and upbeat all the time. There is such a thing as being too positive. That can be really detrimental to you as you may overestimate what you can handle or be overly positive in a situation that is it's just not possible to be successful at. If you're overly optimistic, you can also be blind to the dangers and situations or choose to ignore them because you just feel or know something's going to work out without doing the due diligence necessary to make sure that whatever it is, is possible. Negative thoughts though do serve a purpose. They can protect you from harm, from taking too big a risk or putting yourself in an unsafe situation. This is a basic human instinct However, negative thoughts can hold you back if you can't see past the fear that they create. As with everything in life, there has to be balance, right? This is not binary. In other words, you're not either fully positive or negative in your thoughts. You're a mix of each and can be more optimistic or pessimistic depending on what you're facing. If you think of a scale with pessimism at the bottom and optimism at the top, most of us will sit somewhere near the middle with some greater or lesser bias towards either the positive or negative end of the scale. But what's been proven is that to be more on the positive side of that scale is far more beneficial for many aspects of your life. First up, your health. Your mental and physical health benefit greatly from being more positive in your thoughts. The Mayo Clinic, a non-profit American academic medical centre, reported that those benefits are increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, lower rates of anxiety, more resistance to ailments like the common cold, better psychological and physiological well-being, and greater coping skills during hardships and times of stress. Also, research from John Hopkins Medicine said people with a family history of heart disease who also had a positive outlook were one-third less likely to have a heart attack or other cardiovascular event within 5 to 25 years of those with a more negative outlook Researchers are not really sure why a positive attitude has such an impact, but the Mayo Clinic surmised that having a positive outlook enables you to cope better with stressful situations, which reduces the harmful effects of stress on your body. They follow up by saying that it's also thought that positive and optimistic people tend to live healthier lifestyles, they get more physical activity, follow a healthier diet and don't smoke or drink alcohol in excess. So for your health alone, it's worth adopting more positive habits. In addition, positivity can make you more resilient and able to overcome obstacles. It can get you through dark times, and we know all about that right now. At the time of recording this episode, we're still in the middle of a pandemic which has been going on for 16 months, and it doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. It's really tested our resilience and I know I for one have had to really count my blessings and focus on the positives to cope with the long periods of lockdown. In this time there have also been a lot of people who've lost their jobs and here's another moment where a positive mindset can help with resilience. Although an optimistic person will initially feel disappointed or worried before long they'll be thinking of how it could be a blessing in disguise and already start planning on how they'll be able to get back working. This bounce back ability is a key sign you have become more positive in your thoughts and really helps you to move on and put the past behind you, which will get you back into work or focus on a new project all the sooner. Okay, another benefit is confidence. If you're more positive about yourself and what you can do, you automatically feel more confident and able to face the world. Mind and body positivity can be a crucial aspect of embarking on anything new, particularly regarding the working world where we have to put ourselves out there to be judged. When you have a positive attitude to yourself and your work, you'll be more attractive as an employee or as a a business people want to work with. Next, having a more healthy positive attitude makes you better to be around and helps you create better working and social relationships. We've all had that one friend or work colleague who you like but just can't bear to be around for too long as they bring you down. They're a mood vacuum because they suck any positivity from you with their constant glass half-empty take on things. Therefore, you avoid them to protect your own mood and thoughts. And you really don't want to be that person that people avoid. But as I said earlier, too much positivity can also annoy others. And they try to avoid you because you're nauseating in your positivity. I call it the Tigger Eeyore trap. Remember the Winnie the Pooh books by A.A. A. Milne? Eeyore was constantly depressed and gloomy, which brought the other characters down. And Tigger was constantly hyper and positive, and this was also exhausting for the other characters. Think about how you are with people and if you can show some more positivity when approaching life. It will make you far more pleasant to be around. Try to be more Tigger with a dash of Eeyore. Last but not least, optimists are more successful. I'm going to repeat that optimists are more successful. That's right. As well as having all the physical and mental benefits, you can actually be more successful if you adopt a more positive mindset as a positive person. you are action orientated in the face of adversity. also, you don't do a well on what went wrong for too long or focus on your fear. You can be more creative and will be more confident to take the risks needed to move forward in the path of your choosing. Duke University did a study which found that optimists in the workforce tend to earn higher starting salaries than pessimists and they're also promoted more frequently. I read an interesting article by best-selling author John Gordon on LinkedIn the other day about this topic. He cited actually another study by Duke and said that optimism is more than just a positive state of mind. It's also a competitive advantage in business, sports, and life. While the pessimists are complaining about the future and the realists are talking about it, the optimists are working hard to create it. But what if you're not inherently positive in your thoughts? Is it possible to develop an optimistic attitude? And the answer is yes. Like all habits, you can train your brain over time to have a more to have more positive thoughts. So if you have an optimistic nature, but want some more ideas for difficult times, or if you tend to err on the more on the negative side and want to be able to adopt positive thinking, here are some strategies that I think will help you. First up, check yourself. When you notice a negative response coming from your mouth or in your brain, think, is that really the only thought I could have on this topic? Is there a more positive take on it? Then swap for a more positive response instead. So for example, if your thought is, I don't have enough time, think, I may not have the time right now, but I can reprioritize." Or if you say, this is too much of a change, I can't do it. Then switch it to, it is a challenge, but I'm going to give it a try. Ask a good friend or family member to get involved. Every time you start sounding too negative, then they can give you a sign. You can have fun with this and have them make a noise or a funny sign when you when you drift back into negative talk. The next one is a really powerful tool, and I call it the one day at a time mantra. My mum used this after my dad died after 43 years of marriage. She found it, obviously, really hard to be optimistic for her life and for her future. So we started saying that she only had to think about things one day at a time. Her aim was to find something positive on that day. Could be the weather, a nice meal, a TV programme, or time spent with people she loves. She didn't need to think about life beyond that. Gradually, she was able to think of a week and then a month. And then finally, she was able to think positively about the future without my dad. For you, if you're struggling with your career change path, just take one day at a time and be optimistic for what you achieve that day. And eventually, that positivity will grow as you move forward. Another strategy I advise is to think of the worst case scenario. This will appeal to those of you who like to face the worst. But in this case, you'll think of it just briefly and think of how potentially you'll deal with it and then put it away in a box in your mind and mentally lock it. Or you could write it down and file it away somewhere, you know, not, not directly in front of you. Or put it in a file on your phone or PC, but in a little loose folder. You don't want to be seeing this every day. This way you have a plan B and know it's there, but you, don't, you know you'll not ever need to use it. It's out of sight, out of mind. Acceptance can be powerful as well. On the day after my sister's funeral, one of my best friends gave me a small piece of card where she'd handwritten the serenity prayer. You may know it in different forms, but it goes, God grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Whether you have faith in religion or not, these are wise words, and they really helped me. There are some things you absolutely cannot change, like illness, death, Other people's actions, world events, etc. etc. So there's little point in worrying about them. You absolutely should change the things you can if that will bring you what you want in life. Positivity comes from things you can make happen, you can take action on. I've kept that card in my purse ever since and pull it out whenever I need a reminder of what's in my control, or when I want words of comfort or to crave a boost of positivity. The next Strategy I'm going to share is on being grateful. Every morning or just before you go to sleep, think of all the things in your life that you're grateful for. They could be big, like you're grateful for your family or your home or your health, or more niche things, like you're grateful for the sun that day, or that your coffee was served just the way you liked it. Small gratitudes can have the same effect when you're feeling negative. They're a nice reminder of what's good in life, what the life's perks are, and what, you really, what life's all about. Next up is affirmations. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking she's going to go a bit woo-woo all over again. But hear me out. I thought that affirmations were comical. I imagined I would be speaking to myself while looking into a mirror, chanting the same sentence over and over. And hey, if that's what you want to do, then go for it. I know it helps a lot of people to do it that way. The way I use affirmations, however, that works for me and keeps my mind on a positive track is to have a few that I've written down and keep close to hand. My favourites are: trust yourself, you can do hard things, whatever it takes, and the one you may know if you've tuned in before. As I say at the end of every episode, this is your time. I have them on a pinboard near my desk, on Post-it stuck to my Mac, and on my phone, ready to look at when I have a wobble of confidence and I can testify that they never fail to get get me back on track. So think about the positive affirmations that work for you and repeat them regularly and put them somewhere where they can mean something to you and you can see it all the time. Okay, next up, number seven. We're almost there. Surround yourself with positive people. Negativity feeds from negativity and positivity is infectious. So try and keep a positive vibe in the friends you keep close. If you have a toxic frenemy so friends who are really enemies that you put that put you down or do not support you or feed your fear it's time to cut them loose one caveat on this is that some people are just going through a tough time themselves and are temporarily not themselves and can be more pessimistic only think about ditching them if you know it's just just their nature or they like putting you down to make themselves feel better don't cut out friends who just are having a short time blip this also goes the same in work situations You want to work somewhere where your colleagues have a positive attitude, where the culture is optimistic. If you've ever worked in a toxic office environment, you'll know what I mean. It can be hugely demotivating to be surrounded by negative Nellies or Nigels who complain about everything. Last but not least, smile. A University of Kansas study found that smiling, even fake smiling, reduces heart rate and blood pressure during stressful situations and helps you feel happier and more optimistic and positive. So if try and find a few minutes on something funny on YouTube or your favourite sitcom, or just trying laughter therapy where you force yourself to laugh until you're actually laughing. It does work. Like all habits, it takes time and repetition to change. So don't expect overnight results. On average, it takes at least 60 days to change a habit. So this is something you'll need to think consciously about each time. So add in some of the strategies I've given you into your, your daily routine and practice them every day. So what does all this mean for you in your career and life change journey? You can be guaranteed that you'll have difficult moments when making a change, that you'll doubt if you can succeed at all, that you'll see all the things that could go wrong for you, or that you just aren't good enough to make the move. But in those moments, I challenge you to think, what if it does all work out? What if I do succeed? What if I am good enough? Now, even with the best laid plans, sometimes some of those things you worry about may happen, But by dealing with the situation with a more positive attitude, you'll be able to deal with them, learn from them and move on. It's important not to get weighed down by mistakes or disappointments. For example, not getting the first few jobs you go for is normal. It takes time to get good at interviews and really hitting the best formula as how to sell your skills and talents, particularly if you haven't done it for a while. So learn from each interview and move on with a positive thought that you'll now be better for the next don't be weighed down with self-recrimination and negativity. A positive mindset will not only help you have confidence at interview, but also help you bring family or friends around the idea that your career pivot is the right one, or help you convince people to invest in your new business venture. Although cultivating positive thoughts is just one tool in your mental armory, and we're going to talk about a lot more of them in future episodes, it's a great place to start. So get positive. Thanks so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback on the episode so far or to know what other topics you'd like me to include. So you can leave a comment on Facebook or Instagram. Links are in my website and on the show notes. Join me in the next episode. And remember... Everyone deserves to live their passion, so get started, this is your time.